Melody Luna again. Today I wanted to talk about something a little different. Um, I notice a little bit that it's touched upon uh, in books. Not a whole lot though. Um, in the spiritual community, in the psychic community, it's usually talked about with the chakras or in guided meditations. And of course I'm talking about, if you haven't looked at the title already, color and how it's important and maybe I can give you a new perspective on the subject of color. Uh, I'll usually when we do like I said earlier guided meditations we think of certain colors if a person says imagine a white light or a purple light or a purple flame this is when we take our imagination and we and we put it to work putting colors together uh, when we talk about certain candle properties, stone properties, we talk about color. When in dreams, in dream interpretations, color is extremely important because not only it's how we filter our dreams through our minds, but what how we filter our dreams in color. If you dream in color, it doesn't matter if you do. To me, black and white is still in the realm of color. Um, people might say it's not color, but to me, the color black and the color white um, in the subject matter of color of what I'm going to talk about today in the realms of symbology, it is color. Sometimes I uh, have visions in black and white. Uh, most of the time they when I do psychic readings and I see a picture, it's usually in black and white or a shadow or a silhouette more so. When I was taking Reiki, I explained to my teacher that a lot of the times I see things in black and white. And she looked at me and told me that there was Reiki experts saying that if you if you are performing, you know, a session on somebody and you see their chakras and it's in black and white, you are doing it wrong or that you're wrong or your filter is wrong, meaning that, you know, how you see things energy wise, how you filter through your body and see it is wrong. And my Reiki teacher told me that that person is, is wrong in her opinion. Uh, black and white is still something to see. It's something in color and there's a, there's a reason why you see it, um, and the reason why it's there. So she told me, don't worry about seeing energies or visions in black and white. There's absolutely nothing wrong with it. And in my opinion, there is nothing wrong with it. Um, the If the message is still effective and you can still see it, then I don't see a reason why black and white is so wrong. Um, so I guess now that I'm talking about the specific colors, black and white, um, that should shed a little light on it. No pun intended. Um, I will go more into my personal properties and my experience with the colors of black. 
um, and white and black is kind of a taboo color and I love the color black we shouldn't be afraid of the color black but I'll I'll get into that a little bit later um, so back to what I was saying we usually look at colors in the spiritual world as and not all of us I don't like to generalize again but in properties so a candle you light a green for health and a white for purity peace again it's all people look at different colors different ways and when we establish what stone we want to get or candle we want to get we see this as symbolic for us but we don't really stop and think why color is important it's much more than symbology uh, to me and to some people that I've read in books about color can be very very psychological and beneficial to us and more than we think there are, I have I don't know if you've seen the videos where there's a person um, on YouTube and they're colorblind and they have this special set of glasses sunglasses that they put on that makes them see color and there's a lot of videos of people doing it and seeing color for the first time amazing amazing video and you you would take color for granted until you watch something like that to see in color if you see in color you would you might take that for granted it's kind of a beautiful thing it might you know give you a little tearjerker there but there is videos on YouTube's about that and they have done with those glasses of comparison of what a person who's colorblind will see and what a color per a colorblind person that would put those glasses on would see and there is a huge difference and you can tell in your energy and the way you feel big difference I mean I felt it if you look something black and white and then you look in a color your energy your mood shifts and everything like that oh and that reminds me so also in the spiritual community aura color is very important of what you project we talk about properties like candles colors and stone colors and the chakra colors um, but to talk about a person's aura that might give you more meaning onto why color is very important how maybe a muddy color in your energy field or things like that might not be a good thing now that's the color when you think of muddy you might think black or brown and brown i love the color brown it's a very earthy color to me some people might think of green as an earthy color because of leaves but i think of brown as a soil um and i love the color brown so having a muddy aura i don't mean the muddy aura as in a bad brown muddy aura as in it is not clear it is muddled and there might be rips and tears in your aura but that's a whole another video but to exude a color to exude an energy that is your aura 
that is a color. That shows you how important color plays into our inner selves expanded outwards that everyone can see or that we can see. If you can read auras and you can see them, you know what I'm talking about. So color is much more than something we see as, oh, that's a black crayon, that's a gray crayon, that's a yellow crayon. It's much more than that. Colors also, and I'll probably do another podcast about this because it reminds me I probably should. When I think of color and, and then I think of rainbows and then I think of fairies. So when I think of fairies, I cannot not <laughs> think of color. I have to, I think of every color under the rainbow, under the sun, and it makes me instantly happy. Uh, makes me instantly kind of like a child in a way. So you might say, okay, this is great, but why is color important other than what you exude in your personal energy field in your aura? Colors set certain moods and tones. In when I became a certified dream interpreter, Colors were very, very important. So when you ask someone, what did you dream about? And they said, oh, well, I went to the store and I tripped and fell and my pen in my pocket broke. What does that mean? The first thing I ask is, okay, what emotions did you have from when you went to point A, to point B, and then C happened, pretty much. The second question I ask is what color was the pen? What color was the ink if it spilled out? What color was the building you went to? What color was your clothes? What colors did you see? And usually when someone tells a dream, to somebody else, they usually gloss over those parts. They might get to the emotion at the very end, like my pen broke and I was so mad and I woke up. But they don't they don't explain the emotions they had from point A to point B and then to whatever happened to C throughout the whole thing. And they certainly don't say the color. It's very rare. Um, they might say I put on a red dress but they don't describe every color or everything else. Now, if you don't remember, that's okay. That's fine. But what I'm saying is colors very significant in what it means to you and in what it means in a general sense. So someone who pen broke in a dream, they might be your writer and that might significant, I don't know, writer's block. This is for an example. Hypothetically, it might symbolize writer's block. So then like pen is very important. So I felt like when I dropped the pen, I I felt empty when the ink, leak, ink of the pen leaked out. I felt empty. So then that might be, you know, do you write or you write? Yes, I'm a writer and I have writer's block. 
But then you go into the colors and what the colors mean for that person also. So it's the emotion what means for that person. It's the objects of what means for that person. It's the actions of what means for that person. And the colors. And a person may or may not have an attachment to a color. Um, but it's all on personal preference. The color red is very, very different for people. The color red for some represents rage, anger, complete and utter anger. Red for others symbols romantic love. So when you think of Valentine's Day and you see the big red box of candy and you think of the color of the hearts, that might mean romance or passion to some. And people, some people who think of a fire has the color red in it. Others may think of the color of fire and think of yellows and oranges or maybe even a little bit of blue. But that is the reason why color can be important to you is because it can mean totally different things. Now, if somebody didn't hold a symbolism of color in that dream, if the ink was red, let's say, and that represent their anger for writing or having writer's block, that might mean something. But the red to the person having the dream also might signify the love of writing that they have is now coming out of the pen, is coming out. So they're losing their love for writing. So it's very important if, if they aren't attached, if the person having the dream isn't attached to the color red, if I ask them what the color red means to you, and they say, oh, I think of this anger, then I know, okay, this is, this is their anger towards the fact that they can't write anymore. They feel like they have writer's block. If they don't hold a significance to color, then I can say what I think it is and what it represents to me in my own opinion. Another way color is significant is it triggers something in us. I have seen a documentary where one of the people being interviewed expressed that when people are depressed and they're low on energy, he tells them to embrace pretty much the color yellow because yellow instantly makes people in a better mood. So he tells them, wear yellow, eat yellow fruits, eat pineapple, go out into the sun, you know, have the color of the sun and pretty much embrace you and your being and you will start to instantly feel better. And this is something we don't think about. And then if you go, well, it's your interpretation, then yellow could mean something different. Yes, and that's true. But that doesn't mean we shouldn't test and see what feels good for us. If you, over time, 
I'm not talking about just once, over time in your own way, once in a while. Start working with the color yellow and I can, I'll talk to you about how we can work with colors in a little bit. And you find yourself feeling better, then that will show you a huge significance in why the color yellow can be important. It can make you sunny, it can make you feel better. Um, if you don't feel that, if you feel a different emotion, I know yellow sometimes symbolizes abundance for people because they think of gold coins. Some people think of green as money. That's their abundance color. For me, green symbolizes healing. So it's a totally different view on that. But try working with the colors and see how you feel and take a note of it. Take a mental note of it, take a physical notebook out and take a note of it and work with the colors. Now, working with the colors, ways you can do this. You can, like I said, eat the colors. You have reds, blues, purples, every color you can imagine. You go to the grocery store, already you look at the vegetables and fruit and you're hit with a ton of color and you automatically feel different from aisle to aisle. If you go to the frozen food section or let's say the cereal section, cereal boxes and cereal bags have specific colors on there. And this is all from marketing because in psychology and people who do the marketing, they know that certain colors can trigger certain emotions or feelings. McDonald's is labeled yellow and red for a psychological reason of, I believe it's making you hungry or becoming more attracted to that. Don't quote me on that. I've heard it somewhere though, but there's a reason why McDonald's labels their logo yellow and red. A psychological reason why, because it triggers something in the brain. Again, I don't like to generalize and say, well, anybody who looks at those colors is necessarily gonna be hungry. No, but I'm saying, through some studies, the majority, they have found that it triggers something. So that's why you go into the, in the aisles of the cereal and they're colored very bright the way they are because it triggers something. It might make a person happy. But what I'm saying is to be more observant of that. So you can learn a lot of your emotions through color. Now, the way we work with color is we go and we eat the food attached to that color. We wear the clothes attached to a certain color. Now, again, I don't like people generalizing and say, well, people who are gothic and wear black all the time, they must be unhappy. No, not necessarily. The color black, and I'll get into that, can be very significant in one's life and very important and not scary. But again, wearing the colors, you can work with them. Now, if you say, well, I don't look good in the color yellow, I don't wanna wear the color yellow, that is perfectly fine. 
that is not you rebelling against a color. That's just you having a preference. And you might not have anything in your closet that's yellow, right? So it's like, well, what do I do? If you don't like the way it looks on you, you can wear an undergarment underneath your clothes. So you might have yellow underwear that you want to wear, right? Or yellow bra. You can take a piece of cloth, and me, I've sewn felt, little tiny little felt pillows after each chakra, and I noticed I wanted to get in touch with my root chakra a lot more, so I didn't have any red clothes, especially nothing bright red. So what I did is I took felt, I put some stuffing, I sewed a felt in a round circle, a little tiny pillow, and sewed the root chakra symbol on it. And I stick it in my bra on the side so it touches my skin, or you can carry it in your purse, whatever you feel, or hold it in your hand and rub it. And that helps me absorb the color red and work with the color red. Because sometimes I had trouble visualizing the color red, which is a signal to me, oh, you're not, you're, you know, if you can't visualize red and you can't, if you have trouble visualizing your root chakra red, you need to work with that a lot more. But holding it and meditating with it and walking around with it, even if it's hidden, y- you get a feel of that color. Another way is looking at art or pictures with that color, concentrating on it, meditating with it, meditating with it with your eyes open and just getting lost in that picture that's bright red or just even having the color up red. It doesn't even have to be a painting with a lot of red in it. It can be just a solid color red and see what you feel with that color and write it down. And does that make you happy? Does it make you sad? Does it make you feel a certain way? And this is significant and this is important. So when you look at charts that say this color means this, this color means this, you now know that it's their interpretation, not your interpretation. So don't take that as literal. Take it as, okay, that's their opinion. I'm going to keep my colors close to me. And so if you do psychic work or you do oral work, you will then know what that color means to you. And that can be very important because then you start learning who you are and what symbols mean what to you versus what somebody else says. So that's the way you can work with color. And of course, you can visualize color in a meditation where you can wear stones like around your neck or around um, in your purse, hold it in your pocket. Also, that exudes as a color. You can burn candles, like I mentioned before, and that's talked about a lot. So work with certain colors and see how you feel. And if you can, and I haven't done this yet, and I really want to take a picture of your aura, and there are people who are aura photographers out there, if you're willing to do that, get your picture taken. And yes, aura colors can change. So when you take that picture, it can change right after you've taken the picture. But it's fun to see what colors are around you at the time and what colors you are exuding and also learn about your favorite color. And it's weird. Over the years, my colors have changed. My favorite colors went from blue to red 
and now I really like the color purple and I'm starting to work with the color white and or wanting to work with the color white not yet but wanting to work with the color white um, right now I'm working with red a little bit more but they change over time and, and see how interesting that is and significant to you if you've written down all your colors and you see what it means to you and see what phases in life you're going through, through each color. So blue might be calming. So that time in your life, you might feel calm. Red, you might feel a lot of love or passion or anger at that time, you know, and so on and so forth. So like the different phases of your life, your colors might have changed. Now back to the color black. I, for a time... And now I'm, I'm wearing all black, but I have just one dress on. But black to me symbolizes not anything bad, but symbolizes the unknown and the void. So if something, if someone's unsure about something, it can be because it is unknown which is why sometimes we fear black because we don't know what's on the other side of black. Um, there are a lot of negative en energies out there that do take on the color black. Yes, that's symbology for black and that could be for bad. But I'm talking about in the sense of just the color alone, not what it's attached to, just the color. Why do we fear black? Because we can't see, right? We can't, when you see a dark cave, it's all black immediately. That's the unknown. It holds a big void. There's a big a hole. So if something's missing. There's a void there. And we might not know what's missing, which is the unknown. So we need to face our fear sometimes of what's unknown. What is that void? What's missing? What's empty? And that scares us. And it shouldn't. We should confront it. So black is not a scary color to me. Black is a big teacher of facing your fears and having the unknown not be a bad thing, to let go of that control. Now, when I work with tourmaline and stuff like that, black is a symbology of that stone absorbing that negative energy so it doesn't get to me. That's different from me working with the color of black. That's the stone, what I feel stones do when they're black. That's what I feel candles do when they're black. But that is not what I feel the color is when I wear it, when I eat it. That symbolizes something totally different for me. So black isn't scary to me. So when I wear, let's say I wear all black, I see that as a blank canvas. Usually blank canvases are white. Yes, I think a blank canvas is white as well. But if you like the color black and you wear black, you can make another color pop. So when you wear black and you wear a beautiful red stone or beautiful red, um, like carnelian, for example, there is the unknown and you're letting the red project out. So imagine yourself when you look in the mirror and you're wearing all black and you're like, whoa, this is one color. Put a pop of color in there. Put a red in there. And that'll emphasize the red. So when you see the whole column of yourself in black and you look see the red, 
whoa, that red really stands out because I'm wearing black. And when you look in the mirror or pass by a mirror and you see that stone, you're like, wow, that really sets out. I really love that color and it strengthens that color for you because that's the first thing you see is the red. And that's another way you can work with it. So colors can be accents to the clothes you wear. And that's just some of the tips that I've learned um, along my journey Pink is another good color for me. I don't like wearing pink, but I often love rose quartz. I love pink stones. I love holding them. I love putting them in my pocket. Um, I love thinking about pink, but I don't necessarily wear pink, but that's okay. That's fine. You don't have to, you don't have to wear it. It's just as long as you hold the essence of it and work with it. I think you're fine. It's okay to want to wear a particular color. I don't read too much into it. Um, there is a little symbology. There is a time where I went somewhere to a psychic convention. And you'll notice that a lot of people are, that you can see a lot of people dressed in different colors. And then when you see the one person dressed in black, your mind automatically goes zoop. And it could be symbology if they're you you would talk to them and they 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 could be the rudest person ever like oh god symbology wearing all black little signs like that but don't take it literal if you don't feel it is if your intuition is telling you yes this person is wearing a black and I don't get a good vibe from them that's something but don't automatically assume because a person isn't all black that they are a bad person that's not what I'm saying I'm saying it could be symbology for your intuition. Like, ooh, that person's all black. Hmm, that raises a little flag. And then you get closer and go, ooh, yeah, they're not. That My intuition's telling me they're not good. That might be a little caution sign. Or you might see a sea of people, one person in black, and think, I don't get a bad vibe from them. They stand out more than everybody else. That's okay. Maybe they stand out because to me from the color because that's a good thing maybe I should notice them because they're a good person so don't let that deter you always go with who you are in your gut um, but don't be scared of that color and don't think in another way don't think that the color white means you're holy um, just because a person is dressed in all white doesn't mean they're a good person either there, there could be a lot of masking there um, or uh, maybe Maybe sometimes, all, I'm not saying all the time, maybe a small percentage of a person who says they're very spiritual and they figure if they dress in all white that, you know, um, that'll, and they're trying to con people. Um, I think I've noticed that before. I think I've seen a person, I can't remember what color he was wearing, but I believe it was, at least it was a white shirt. And I saw him, you know, placing crystals on somebody and I was walking by and I just got this immediate feeling of, oh, this person is not who they say they are. This person is not who they say they are. They think they were wearing the color of white. They can come off as trusting and holy and peaceful and hopeful. And and that's not true necessarily all the time. Not, not true. It's, and, and if you read auras, then look at the aura first versus what they're wearing but that's just a little play on color and now what I'm going to do 
um, is something a little different from my regular podcast. I actually have an Oracle card deck dedicated to color. There's no way in sponsoring me in this, um, nothing like that. I just wanted to bring it up because since we're talking about color specifically, and I don't see a whole lot of these decks working with color, when I saw it for sale, I, I snatched it up. Um, it's called The Secret Language of Color, and it's by Ina Sigal, and you spell her name I-N-N-A, last name Sigal, S-E-G-A-L. And I have it here, and I have a deck here, and we'll go ahead and pull a card from this deck, because I don't want to go through the whole deck. I'm not sure how many cards are in here. Um, it doesn't say on the box uh, exact number, but there's quite a bit. Oh wait, let me see in the back of the book here. There's 45 cards. So it's your basic oracle deck. So it doesn't just give you the colors of, you know, the basic colors like eight or seven it gives you a whole bunch of colors to choose from okay so i'm going to shuffle this deck and see what card we get for the day or while listening to this podcast so i've got two cards oh wonderful okay so the first card that came up is white and I'm just going to do the basic meaning of what it says on the card and elaborate on it because we're going to go with the dex interpretation because I know what my interpretation is. We're going to go ahead with the dex interpretation because it can give you a new perspective. It gave me a, a new perspective when I read it. It says white. It's time to lighten up. So when I think of white, I think of peace and holy, and then I have to delve into all the emotions I experience. But here it's more playful. It's saying white means you need to lighten up. You need to take things not so seriously and get your aura clear and beautiful and bright and dance on air, be more carefree, lighten up, um, which is beautiful, beautiful way. Now when I've, I've, looked up this deck previously i've noticed that the same exact deck same exact maker different i don't know if it has to do with different countries or the way they release the cards but i noticed some cards had a different picture on them which was strange to me but it didn't bother me too much we're all meant to get what deck we get and this card it looks like it's a close-up shot of a white orchid i believe and it's, it's bright white with little pieces of orange yellow dots from the flower that cluster together that make black. But you can see the top of the flower hovering above those dots and spreading out. Now whether this is on purpose or not, I don't know, but you can also take this card and this is part of the reason that when we read cards, and I'm a card, oracle card reader, angel card reader, is that we look at the, sometimes, not all the time, but the picture, and see what symbology we grab from it. So when I see the petals above those dots, that means you gotta rise above, you know, those scattered emotions, those clustering emotions. 
that are confusing you or, like I said, scattered, unsure, that void we were talking about. Um, rise above that negativity that that's hold with the scatteredness, the unsureness, and lighten up. Don't be so serious about it. The second card I pulled, which was beautiful, it's a rainbow. So what an appropriate card to pull when we're talking about all the colors. I've mentioned the word rainbow continuously <laughs> throughout this podcast or this audio segment. Um, telling us to lighten up about learning about colors, we can say in this instance. Or if it means more to you than you were meant to hear this message. But I'll concentrate on the subject of colors. So lighten up when you think about rain, all the colors. When I think of rainbow, I just think of every color. I don't think of just the, rain, the colors that you happen to see when you see rainbow. I think of when I think of rainbow, all the colors you can imagine. So when you think about colors, have fun with it. Don't say oh I have to hurry up and go wear this and do this and don't make it tedious make it fun color sit down and color with crayons if you want to notice all the colors that are out there notice feeling like a kid you notice a lot of times when you go to like a a kid arcade or a kid's birthday party the balloons the colors the everything is just so magnetic and color and it makes you feel like you have that youthful energy. So embrace that rainbow. Here on the card meaning it says connected to the fairies in nature. So rainbow for this deck stands for fairies. And that's what I said earlier. I think of fairies when I think of rainbows. So this is also letting you know, go out in nature. If you do believe in fairies, if you don't believe in fairies, it doesn't matter. I personally did not believe in fairies until I saw one. Um, I know that that for me it was hard to believe um, there were some times where I would do see spirits I am a medium a psychic medium um, and when I saw a fairy I was kind of shocked um, so after that I had two experiences with fairies after my experiences with fairies I believe in fairies. Um, so go out in nature. Connect with all the colors in nature. The green of the, the leaves. The colors of, the, of fruits. Of um, flowers. The soil color. The rocks color. The sky color. The clouds of color. The sun. The moon. Everything. The stars. And if you do believe in fairies, connect with the fairies, talk to the fairies. They love shiny colors. They love colors. Um, pick up litter off the ground to help the fairies. And I'll do a separate podcast on fairies because I love fairies so much. Um, but they are very nature-based, the fairies. They're, if I had to pick... Um, you know, a mythical, I don't like to use the word mythical because that means they're a myth. If I had to choose a character for each, um, 
element, fairies would be earth. And even though they have wings, they would be earth. That's how I see them. That's how they're, how I believe um, part of what played in their existence is the earth and how they take care of the earth and how they are from the earth. And they're born from the earth. That's just my opinion. Um, but work with nature. Eat more fruits. Eat more vegetables. Play in the grass. Play in the water. Um, breathe in color. Do everything you can to bathe in color and see how you feel. See if you feel better. Um, and I'm only saying this now um, with more conviction because of the cards we pulled. So not only did it tell you to, to have the color white more in your life and the rainbow colors, all the colors more in your life, it's telling you to um, be more carefree and play in nature. Um, so that's another meaning. So not only is this deck telling you to love color, Try every single color you can and have fun. It's also telling you to connect to the earth and be carefree about it as well. So on that note, I'm running a little long on this podcast. On that note, I'm going to end the podcast. And I feel even just better having this deck in my hand and playing with it. And if you ever want to check it out, go check it out. Um, see where you can get a copy or see online of people talking about this deck. I'm sure they're out there. Um, and I hope you play with color. I already feel happy talking about it, excited about playing with color, talking about color, and doing those um, ways I told you to work with color, hopefully as tips. And if you find your own way to work with it, fantastic. Um, oh, it just hit me. I don't know if it was the fairies or my guides. It just hit me. Um, another way you can work with color. I just saw an image in my head of handprints that were in paint. Little kids' hands in paint. And they put it, stick it somewhere on the wall or on a canvas. Try that because our hands are so sensitive. You know, sometimes after a psychic reading or, or psychometry, which is holding an object, I have to wash my hands to cleanse them. Our hands are very big sensors and we pick up a lot of things. That's why a lot of times when I meditate, my palms are facing up because of the energy flow in my hands. Especially when I do Reiki, my energy is um, leaving my hands and healing somebody. Hands are very important. So if you're feeling the color blue, right now I'm getting the color blue. If you're feeling the color blue as in calming, stick your hand in some paint non-toxic or you know don't get any um don't lick it off your fingers be safe with it but stick your hand in some paint and put it on a canvas and see how it feels see how your energy feels because that's what i'm getting right now to let you know see how your energy feels when you stick it in that color let your hands embrace that color and you put it on something and then just sit there and look at that color in your hand and you can meditate with that color and see how you feel. See what what energies you can get off of that. I think that's a great idea. Thank you, guides and fairies, for letting me know about that. That's a wonderful idea. Okay, so back to closing the podcast, this audio segment. Enjoy color. Breathe it in. I wish you all the best. 
and um, don't be scared of color, okay? Embrace the rainbow. <laughs> Until next time, bye.